which was what he had intended. May I take your cloak? he asked, every inch the congenial host. She swallowed hard and gave a small nod. Yes, thank you. He turned away to lay her cloak over a nearby settee, the smile fading from his face. Good God, she had a body made for a man's hands, for his hands. Turning back to her, he gestured for her to sit down. As she moved to obey him, he closed his eyes in torment at the view of her from behind. The prim green dress with delicate embroidery around the modest neckline and hem could not disguise her generous bosom, her slender waist, her lushly curved bottom. He clenched his hands to stop himself from reaching for her. She was made for sex. She perched on the edge of the chair like a young novitiate, hands folded in her lap. Thank you for seeing me, Mr. Duferrand. It is my very great pleasure, I assure you. He forced his fingers to relax and took his seat. Since he could not caress her skin, he instead ran his hands over the smooth brocade armchair covering. I cannot help but wonder, however, what matter can be so urgent that a lovely lady like yourself would take her reputation in her hands and pay a call on a man in the middle of the night? She flushed. I realize my behavior is incredibly unseemly, sir, but only the gravest of circumstances would force me to such a turn. He nodded in understanding. Of course. She took a deep breath, treating him to a thoroughly enjoyable view of her magnificent breasts as she did so. Then she said, My name is Aveline Stoddard. I have come to beg for Lord Chestwick's life. The change that swept over his features stunned her. Indeed, he said, his tone icy. Are you his wife, then? She lifted her chin with pride, though her fingers shook. His daughter. His daughter? A slow, wicked smile parted his lips, and his dark eyes gleamed with interest. Aveline trembled but held her ground. She had known this would be difficult. Lucien Duferrand did not look like the type of man who forgave easily. Everything about him intimidated her, from his great height to the blatantly sensual cast to his blunt features. His broad shoulders barely fit in the chair, and his big hands looked as though they could crush stone. His dark brown eyes, thick black brows and proud Roman nose must have been inherited from his French mother, as he looked nothing like his father, the fair-haired Duke of Huntley. He was rumoured to be frighteningly intelligent, devastatingly charming when he chose to be, and a crack shot. It was the last that worried Aveline. Her father, Lord Chestwick, had gambled away every penny they had, and the bulk of his markers belonged to this man, Lucien Duferrand. Panicked by the sum he had lost in their last game, her father had foolishly accused Duferrand of being a cheat, and so found himself with a dawn appointment to meet the deadly marksman over a set of dueling pistols. She could not, would not let that happen. Your father owes me a great sum of money. He picked up a glass of spirits from the table beside him and sipped, watching her over the rim. She maintained the proud posture her mother had taught her. I am aware of that, Mr. Duferrand. He also insulted me. He replaced the glass with a small click. Called me a cheat. He sent you an apology, 
she could not hide the rebuke in her voice. A gentleman would accept it. Indeed. Amusement flickered across his features. A gentleman would. But you and I both know that I am no gentleman, Miss Stoddard. She raised her chin another notch. A gentleman is as a gentleman does. Quite. A knowing smile playing about his lips, he studied her for a long moment before he reached for his glass again. Aveline's heart sank, but she refused to let her fear show. Does this mean you still intend to meet him? That depends. On what? On you. His deep purr triggered unexpected ripples low in her belly. Indeed, she threw his mockery back at him. How so? Surely you do not expect me to meet you for a dawn appointment? He chuckled.